Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast, where we ride you on our handlebars through the very best and sometimes the worst. Luke's doing something with his mouse. I'm just getting it out of the way. All right. Uh, um, anyways. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm your host, Jake, and alongside me is my co-host, Luke. The mouse handler, Luke. Luke, mouse handler, Luke is, is his real name. All right. For this episode, we got Deadpool 3 news, DC movie delays, uh, the Munster news, Munsters newses. Munsters. Um, what else did we say? Uh, oh, yeah, Doctor Strange news. So some strange news. Some strange news. Strange things are happening. All right. So first up, Deadpool three finds its director in Sean Levy or Sean Levy, Sean Levi. I think it's Levy. Sean Levy. Um, this comes from the Hollywood Reporter. The director is in negotiations to team up with star Ryan Reynolds for the Marvel property after previously collaborating on 20th Century's pandemic-era hit Free Guy and the just-released sci-fi adventure movie The Atom Project on Netflix. Fans have been champing at the bit for another chapter in the raunchy, violent, and, of course, hilarious Deadpool series since the 2018 sequel, which added Josh Brolin as Cable, and Zazzy Beats as Domino. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. The first record-breaking Deadpool 2016 was directed by Tim Miller. The sequel was helmed by David Leitch, Leitched something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, this is going to be the third movie that Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy uh, teamed up for. Which, I mean, we obviously watched Free Guy. I loved it. I, th- uh, I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. And then we'll be talking about the Adam Project later on. Yeah. So we won't give anything away about what we thought about that right now. We thought it was a movie, and <clears throat> we were correct. I do find it weird that, I mean, it's not uncommon, but that each movie has a different director. Oh, yeah. Which it can be fun, but also if you're a fan of, like, how... One director does it, yeah, and yeah, it could. You're like you're uh, gambling on the on the quality. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy, I enjoyed both the movies. I I do think the first Deadpool movie was better than the second one. Yeah, me too. And I would kind of hope that even like it could be just be script, but I like the way it was directed too. So I was hoping kind of like we could get more of that. Uh, but and the sequel had had a bigger budget than the yeah. than the first one. So yeah, they're, they're, they were working with a tiny budget. And the, and they made it work for yeah, the first which made one. I think made it kind of better, but that's just my opinion. That's, that's, that's just like my the opinion, correct man. response. And if you don't agree, you're Out a person with an opinion. Congratulations! Thanks. Not you, other people. Oh, all right, fine. So, what do you got next? Well, I got. What do you got? DCEU setbacks. Oh. I know. Warner Brothers has done a big reshuffle of its upcoming film slate in a move that sees both The Flash and Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom delayed to 2023. Uh, The Flash is now due to release on June 23rd, 2023, over seven months later than its original November 4th opening date. Um, Quote-unquote original. Yeah, which would be the first time that Ezra Miller will play a character in the title role. While the Aquaman sequel will open March 17th, 2023, three months later than it pre- previously planned, December 16th release date. This is according to Variety, but it, it's the truth. It's the fucking truth. Uh, Variety notes that pandemic-related production delays are to blame for both films being pushed back, <clears throat> but the delay is the latest of many to hit to have hit The Flash, at which one point Warner Brothers had hoped to release way back in 2018. I didn't even know that. The Flash? Yeah. Yeah, it's been delayed like eight times now. And this is the one where they're going to like reset the DCEU, which, so they were already planning to reset the DCEU three years ago? Yeah. Well, no. um, That might be why the DCEU doesn't make any freaking sense right now. 
because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like we're watching the movies that should have been already reset after the like yeah. before we even get to see the reset. Or maybe those movies aren't going to get reset. Maybe it only resets <laughs> some of the fucking universe. Who knows? I don't know. According to freaking DC or Warner Brothers executives, now they're going to work on the story. Remember last oh, week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in contrast, the Shazam sequel, Shazam Fury of the Gods, will see its release move forward to December 12th of this year after previously having been scheduled to open June twenty. June of 2023, but that puts it head-to-head with Avatar 2, which is scheduled to release just a few days later on December 16th. Which I don't give a fuck about Avatar 2. I don't, I'm curious, just because it's taken this long to make one, and I, I heard I could be just making this up, but I heard that he started working on it pretty much right after the first one. I know that they have, like, seven sequels, like, greenlit. And oh, really? Yeah, I think he's doing them back-to-back-to-back-to-back. But he's, he's going to be dead by the time the seventh one comes out? Probably been what 10 years easy yeah, and the first one was like like a huge like breakthrough in cgi, yeah, CGI and, technology yeah, and motion capture and shit because he had to invent the technology used to shoot that movie and the story i feel is like mediocre so it would i think it only made over a billion dollars because of the fucking it only made over a billion dollars <laughs> because of the the technology that it had so people were curious about that yeah i heard that the story is basically the movie Dances with Wolves, but with aliens. Um, I remember uh, watching it. Couldn't tell you anything that happened. In yeah, that movie. I think I watched it when I was like five. <laughs> I remember watching it even as far back as maybe four years ago. Still don't remember. Uh, someone Dances with Wolves. Yeah. It's that Liam Neeson movie. Yes, The the Revenant? No. No, uh, The Grey. The Grey, yeah. yeah. At the end, dude, it teases us. When he starts, he's going to dance with that wolf. <laughs> They're going to tango. James Brown starts coming on. Mm-hmm. And the wolves get up on two legs and start dancing, and then it cuts to black. Yeah, but uh, back to the DC shit. Usually when a movie gets pushed back a billion fucking times, like it's The Flash. Or Morbius. Like, Morbius. That could be an indication of quality. So That's true. And, yeah. It gives, it gives, I think it gives them too much time to think. And they're like, oh, let's change this and this and this when it doesn't need to be changed. And they yeah. could just put it out. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I had to, <laughs> DC, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> um, it's not going to be till, I mean, we have over a year before that opens up now. November for now. 2023. Yeah. Until it gets pushed back to 2027. Again. And then we it, just don't care about it. Yeah, right. It they're they're, they're going to move it up to like July 2023. Then they're back. Oh, shit. Never mind. It's going to be October 2024. At this point, if they've been trying to release it for three years and they keep pushing it back, just release it to HBO Max. Yeah. As it, is. Yeah. As unfinished. Unfinished. <laughs> it's just like three quarters of the way through the movie. There's some acting in front of green screens. Yeah. You just see fucking boxes. Ezra Miller just running in place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be freaking great. All right. Um, wait, what else got delayed? What uh, other Aquaman? Oh, and but it's it's delayed until March seventeenth. Yeah, so that'll come out before. Yeah, I saw that James Wan was like, "This is a fucking like visual effects heavy fucking movie." So right, yes, yeah, like, I welcome this fucking delay. Well, yeah, because they're all underwater; they can't. Do that, practice. they're not really underwater. No, oh my god, we're not even I at the know. spoiler alert section. I, I, this the CGI in the first Aquaman was okay, but that that Aquaman A needed more story, but B wasn't delayed unless so. Amber heard. <laughs> oh, got her crazy. So, I'm hoping that these delays, at least for the Aquaman sequel, are good for it, but I think the delays for the Flash are just hurting the Flash at this point. Yeah, I feel like after the third one, it started fucking hurting it. Ridiculous. I I don't I don't really care about Shazam to be honest with you. I do. It, that's fine. I just I'd I rather watch the Flash than Shazam. So hearing that I'm going to get to watch Shazam sooner doesn't really excite me. All right. Next up, this comes from Consequence.net. Whoa. Never heard of that place before. Consequence Film. Billy Joel biopic gets greenlit despite no music, likeness, or name rights. 
he is the entertainer, but he won't bring you, or he won't bring to you his songs. A biopic about the great piano pop rock maestro Billy Joel has received the green light, despite not having any rights to the artist's name, likeness, or even name. Wait, artist music likeness or even name? <laughs> his likeness or his likeness. Uh, entitled Piano Man, the production is coming from Michael Jai White, of all fucking people. Yeah. He has a, a movie studio, apparently, called Gigantic Studios. Huh. I kind of like that. However, Joel's rep told Variety that the musician is not involved in the film in any capacity and that there's no intention to grant the project rights to any element of Joel's personal life story. And here's the real kicker. The whole thing will be written and directed by Adam Rip, son of Artie Rip, the man who signed Joel to his first record deal and produces debut album, Cold Spring Harbor. <laughs> Infamously, Rip botched the LP's mastering, causing a, a rift between producer and artist. Rip had signed a 22-year-old Joel to an incredibly unfriendly 10-record contract. Jesus. But after Cold Spring Harbor, Joel brokered a deal to sign with Columbia. Even still, Rip retained publishing rights to Joel's catalog through 1986's The Bridge, reluctantly selling them back to Joel only after threats from Columbia President Walter Yetnikoff. Said Artie Rip in a statement, Billy Joel has been a part of my life since my father signed him to his record deal when I was four years old. His music is ingrained in my DNA, and it's been a dream of mine as a filmmaker to explore and celebrate the untold story of how Billy Joel became the piano man. Though producers said music needs are yet to be determined, Gigantic did acquire to the rights to Erwin Mazur, Joel's first manager who discovered him at 16 years old, and the story will thus follow, quote-unquote, Joel's discovery by Mazur in the 60s through a 1972 performance that caught Clive Davis's attention. The For point of reference, Joel's big break, Piano Man, was released in 1973. Mazur and Rip are also executive producing Piano Man, as are White, Maine Burke, and Donovan DeBoer for Gigantic Studios. Bowie fans have seen how this type of rightless, soulless biopic can turn out, so it's probably best if this one says goodbye to Hollywood. Honestly, if you can't use his name or his music or his likeness, just don't. Just, just don't, don't even make the movie. What you're yeah. not capitalizing off of anything at that point. <laughs> oh, so, th- this is called the this is called the Music Man, starring or about a, movie, or a boy named Bobby Jeal. I like I how know. I like how it's called Piano Man, but it's they only acquired rights before his big hit Piano Man. Yeah, right. And like he's at that point he's keyboard boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll probably just like shoot it from his then manager's perspective with like Billy Joel yeah. from the back. Like which yeah, so you can't tell that it's Billy Joel, it's just some guy on a fucking uh Piano? But nobody gives a fuck about the manager. The uh, manager I didn't even know the manager's name. I knew who <laughs> Billy Joel was, though. I didn't even know that Billy Joel ever had a manager. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. And I think it's funny that uh, the original, what was it, record producer that botched it? Or yeah. manager? His son's now behind the project. Yeah, like, he's I'm, like, I'm, I'm here to just... Pound your name into the ground some more. Yeah, he's like, it's ingrained in my, into my DNA of my up. father fucking up your your first album. <laughs> fucking up Billy Joel's in my DNA. And fucking over your, or fucking over Billy Joel by signing him to a fucking 10 record contract. Yeah, I don't, the fucking, I, the music industry in a whole, like how they make money off the artists is pretty fucked. Yeah, fucked uh-huh. and just kind of uh, evil, I'd yeah. say. But, Never sign. You can never. I don't. It's never a good idea to sign ten record contract ever. Yeah, unless it's like for like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe not even that. Because like, what if the first one went platinum, and then you had a bunch of platinums after that that sold? I don't even know how many that is. Like, was it ten million copies or whatever for platinum or whatever? Still, like, they're gonna end up making shit ton more than he's ever going to make even if it's a hundred million dollars 
Boom. Oh, nope, never mind. It stopped it. <laughs> Whatever. All right, we'll just... Uh, Splicing. All right. So, what do you got next? Uh, I got another Warner Brothers title that's going to be delayed. Woo! That everyone is fucking looking forward to. They're fucking killing it. I actually don't know. I, I didn't know this was a thing until a couple days ago, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, it says, the chocolate factory will remain closed for now. Ugh. <laughs> that sounds terrible, <laughs> right? The highly anticipated film Wonka. Highly anticipated. Didn't know it was a thing until yesterday. Uh, will debut on December 15th, 2023. So the end of next year. It was originally slated for a March 17th, 2023 release. The Timothy Chalamet-led film has been a victim of many COVID-19-related production delays. However, its new release date allows it to debut a week before Star Wars Rogue Squadron and a currently untitled Star Wars movie, or Star Trek movie, not Star Wars. I thought Rogue Squadron got delayed or possibly canceled. It will probably get canceled or delayed by the time it comes out because that's what one of the brothers does. Uh, it says Wonka takes you back to the days before Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, the characters of the 1964 Roald Dahl children's novel have been popular for years and have transcended many ages. Uh, the film is also set to star Rowan Atkinson. Like, oh, there's so many names, and honestly, I don't know much, many of them. Let's see if you do Matthew right. Bainton. Nope. Jim Carter. Very generic. Yep. Olivia Coleman. Uh, yeah. Um, yep, but I can't. <laughs> here's here's a really um, unique name. Tom Davis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's my neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Simon Farnaby. Nope. Rich Fulcher. Nope. Sally Hawkins. Yep. Kobna Holbrook-Smith. <laughs> oh, that's a name. Yeah, I know. Uh, Patters... Uh, Oh, wow. Patterson Joseph. Pitter Patter? Uh, no. The only other one besides Rowan Atkinson I I recognize with Keegan Michael Key. Mm. But then a slew of others. Olivia Cole. No, actually. No? Do not. Let's see. What has she been in? Oh, The Lobster. Oh, nice. The Lobster. Starring, um... The Penguin. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Weird movie. And it goes on to say, like the original film and its adaptation, the 2023 film will also be a musical. With music and original songs written by Neil Hannon. (gasps) I don't know who that is. I don't know either. There is no specific reason for the delay of the film. Everything Everything is set to make it worth the wait. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm not even waiting. No. I I did... See the picture of Timmy Sh- Timothy Chalamet as yeah. Wonka, and I'm like, oh, it kind of looks like he should play Willy Wonka, but he's so hot really, right now. Still, don't really care about the movie. Me either. Maybe it's a maybe it's a secret Dune sequel. <gasps> I've never read the books. Maybe this is how the second <laughs> book goes. I know. Yeah, that's all I got on that. But I just found it. So like, I had the the story lined up to talk about for the Wonka, and then it's like, oh, DCEU setbacks. And then the first one, I was like, oh, along with these DCEU setbacks, Wonka. And I was like, god damn it, I already have that as separate. Um, yeah, Warner Brothers is really fucking putting blame on COVID. Even well, though I think it's now a scapegoat. They're like, yeah. hey, we can just take forever to film these shitty movies. And I don't think anything's like, getting delayed or anything because of COVID anymore. No, not that I'm aware of. There's a war going on in Russia. We ain't got to worry about COVID anymore. All right. Next up, Rob Zombie's The Munsters movie officially rated bum, bum, PG. Oh. This comes via Bloody Disgusting. For those who are wondering if Rob Zombie's The Munsters, I almost said Rob Munsters The Zombies, <laughs> would be more Rob Zombie movie or Munsters movie. Well, those questions have been answered today. Zombies the Munsters has received an official PG rating for macabre and suggestive material, scary images, and language. Scary language. They're going to say doo-doo head. (laughs) 
they're not going to use gender pronouns. Yeah, so I'm happy that it's not going to be another fucking like zombie gore fest. Yeah, I knew this wasn't going to be rated R or even PG-13 just because the original show was a sitcom for, I think, ABC. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah. They want to turn shit gritty. That's true. The only thing I'm not excited about for like I, I'm probably gonna watch the movie because I'm a Monsters fan, but I just don't give a fuck that his wife is the lead. <sighs> when, when isn't she? Yeah, I know. It's I was I'm like, oh, Rob Zombie and the Monsters, fuck yeah! And then he announced that she was the lead. I'm like, mm, there goes my enthusiasm. The only director that I care about that puts his fucking wife and everything is Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. When you, <laughs> Who's Mike Flanagan's wife? I uh, need a Mike Flanagan button. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's Kate Siegel. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. She In Hush, she played like the main character. It's Katie Seagal? Seagull. Seagull, spelled like yes. Seagull the bird. Is it really spelled that way? No. Oh, I didn't think so. But she's a fuck. She's actually actually a great fucking actress. Yeah, she is. I don't know if it's, I, it's one of those things. Like, I know her from um, the Haunting series and. Yeah. Midnight Mass and Hush and uh, I said I know her I'm from you know her personally. She's can, can my you, mom. Can you? <laughs> what about professionally? Not my mom. Professionally, uh, we are married. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here I got her. I got her IMDb pulled up. No, I don't. This is the wrong Katie Seagal. Whatever. But. Uh, is it? Is she the Al Bundy's wife, Katie Seagal? No. Wait. From um, whatever that old show is. Yeah, Married Children. Yeah. Uh, just type in uh, the Haunting of Hill House. I think one might be Katie and one one might be Kate. And cast. Yeah, cats. Cats. It's a musical. <laughs> uh, All right, here we go. Got the, got the cast. Got to try to find her name. She's in the Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, she plays the oldest sister. Oh, there it is. No, this okay. So, this is Kate Siegel. And the other one is Kate Seagal. That's why I was confused. Yeah, Seagal. Without seeing it written. Yeah. Told okay. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. My bad. All right. So. Yeah, I don't give a shit about this Monsters movie now. I'll, will I watch it? Yeah, but. Will I go to theaters to watch it? No. Eh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe if it's a. Uh, uh, like, like a midday special type yeah. of thing. Yeah. We have pay half price. Yeah, for it's like four, four bucks a ticket. Yeah. Well, from the strange monsters of them, I can't think of segues, to Doctor Strange. You guys sick of hearing about this yet? Strange neighbors. There you go. To strange doctors. Whoa. Uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of Mad. Of, of managers in the managers <laughs> the multiverse of managers uh, billy joel managers in there uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness star benedict cumberbatch benedict cumberbatch uh recently revealed uh the marvel cinematic universe blockbuster is undergoing further reshoots which it's set to release in may and they're still doing reshoots now eh? Eh, not unheard of, but cutting a little close. Cutting it close. Cumberbatch confirmed the second round of additional filming in an interview on the BAFTA Film Awards red carpet. BAFTA. He says, and I quote, I'm having a very nice time in L.A. <laughs> doing reshoots for Doctor Strange. Are you a uh, tiny Tim from Scrooge? <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Uh, said the English actor in response to the comments about dividing his time between the UK and the US. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness's initial reshoots officially wrapped at the start of 2022. Uh, this original round of additional filming ran from mid November 2021 
to mid-January 2022 and was described by insiders as quote-unquote significant. <gasps> Cumberbatch nevertheless downplayed the reshoot's importance at the time, attributing them, I can't talk, bro, attributing them to scheduling and logistical issues which forced the production to capture bits that were just impossible to do on the day. Oh, wait, I had to do that. <laughs> on quotes. the day. On the day. <laughs> uh, after principal photography ended, uh, actor Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I didn't know. Sam Raimi, dude. I didn't. Of course, Bruce Campbell's going to be I in it. Th- was he in the Spider-Man? Yeah, he was in all three. Wait, no, the newest Spider-Man? No. the Oh, just the. The Raimi-verse. Yeah. He was in all three. What did he play in, in the In the first one, he was the wrestling announcer. Yeah. The second one, I think he was like the maitre d' uh, for Mary Jane's fucking concert opera. Yep. Something. Whatever play. that was. Uh, and the third one, um, I think he sold Peter Flowers. Think of MJ. I, I couldn't tell you. I have to go back and watch that. You're not going to. Probably not. All right. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Actor Bruce Campbell, who appears in Doctor Strange sequel in an undisclosed role. Ooh. So he's probably just a guy on the street. He's going to play Doctor Strange, actually. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> he plays the evil Doctor Strange. Suggested that the Multiverse of Madness reshoots were a bigger deal than Cumberbatch claimed. Quote, a majority of the film was reshot extensively. So I have no idea what's in there and what isn't, said Campbell. The actor went on to explain that the film's post-production changes were substantial enough that he wasn't even sure if he would appear in the finished film. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, wait, uh, Bruce Campbell said he's unsure? Yeah. I fucking hope he does. I, I hope he does, too. I, I don't think Sam and Raimi would cut him. Yeah. Honestly. And it just says Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness arrives in cinemas in cinemas. In cinemas. On May 6th. <laughs> God bless us. God bless us. So, yeah, they're cutting it close, and the fact that Bruce Bruce Campbell tells you like it is, and he said it was pretty substantial reshoots, kind of makes me worry. Like the about, majority of the fucking yeah, movie? kind of makes me worry about this movie. And uh, Benedict Kumquat has correct <laughs> tried to come out recently and say that it's going to be bigger than Spider-Man. And... Oh, yeah. Even though I can see that, I'm wondering if he's just like, look, we're down to the wire and I need to boast this. It's not going to be very good, but go out and see it because I need the money. <laughs> he doesn't need the money. but um, Well, yeah, it's going to be bigger than Spider-Man. Uh, they're going to have a bunch of different versions of people yeah. from the multiverse. Do you so. think Spider-Man's going to make an appearance? Uh, Maybe Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, too. It was great in No Way Home. I would like to see how many different superhero slash Marvel IPs show up in this. Well, we know that Charles Xavier is going to be in it. And we know that Bruce Campbell is going to be in there. He's the biggest Marvel IP of them all. Yes, he is. Oh, thanks to the poster, we know that Deadpool might be in it. Right. Captain Carter is going to be in it. Uh, Other things that were on the poster. I hope. Deadpool is in it, and he doesn't have to have like a major role, obviously, but it kind of sets up just maybe something for his next movie. Yeah, because they haven't started they haven't started filming that. They just got the director. Yeah, they so. just found found the director. So yeah, I uh, Ryan Reynolds was filming the Adam Project, and he looked around. He's like, "Hey, Sean, hey, you're your director. Hey, I found worked with you. This is the second time I worked with you. <laughs> I can remember your name. You want to work on this next one?" <laughs> All right, so that's it for news, right? That's it for news. Thanks for tuning in. Um, See you guys next week. Or what the fuck are we gonna call this segment it's, this it's, week in review? Or uh, so when we talk about shows and stuff, that yeah. was gonna be spoiler alert, and then the movies that we review is gonna be this week in review. So this week in review, tour. All right, so uh, while we're reading and or watching, that's spoiler alert? Yes. We're fucking professional. I know. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Uh, spoiler alert. Real good that's movie not of it. the week. <laughs> that's it.
That was it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what have you been reading, watching, and or listening to? Honestly, nothing. Uh, actually, I've been listening to, there's this series on uh, Spotify. I think it's just called Dictators. And I've been listening. It's about people talking about uh, tater tots shaped as penises. Yep. Nailed oh, it. Yeah. It was very misleading when I clicked on it. <laughs> but I was enthralled. Um, now I'm listening to this series about basically the life and times of Hitler. Nice. Because Luke's a big fan of Hitler. Nope. <laughs> but uh, I just thought it was interesting. Like Apparently he was a fucking... Huge hypochondriac. Oh, really? And, <laughs> what, a and uh, what a nerd! He, I, I'm, I'm only maybe halfway through the series. It's like eight hour long podcast about it. But um, right now it's like before he really came to power, where he's like he's no longer he's not the dictator yet. Yeah, and uh, he's like campaigning and doing. Oh, and he's a pedophile. Did you know that? I'm not surprised. And an incestuous pedophile. Hell yeah. Weirdo. <laughs> Actually, so... That's why you're a big fan of him. No. I didn't know that. It's all stuff I had no idea. Like, apparently he had a relationship with his niece. and She got pregnant. Yeah. And then she got suicided. <laughs> she got suicided. Well, there's speculation that he had her killed because he didn't want the scandal coming out. But then they also ruled it as a suicide, so... There's that. Yeah. But, that um, yeah, apparently he lives in this, I don't know, a state that the Nazi party is, like, kind of their headquarters. And nobody's willing to say it, but everybody around him is like, he's kind of feminine. Like, he's <laughs> like he doesn't want anybody to smoke inside because he's su- super hydrochondriac about, like, getting cancer in any way. Pussy. And, like, that's, at the time... You could just smoke wherever. Yeah. He wouldn't allow anybody to smoke inside that place. What a nerd, dude. Back then, smoking was cool. I know. You weren't cool unless you fucking smoked cigarettes. And, like, he, everybody agrees, like, he's, like, I could whoop his ass. No problem. But he's such a great talker for their cause because he could get on the mic and just fucking Fucking ignite a crowd. Yeah. That, like, no, he's important. But I'm actually curious to see what other odd Hitler facts I end up learning from the series because whoever it is does a good job and deep dives into shit that I had no idea about. The only thing that's kind of annoying is the like actual German people that they get to like, I don't know, they're German scholars yeah. for interviews. They have that, that really sort of whiny English German accent. Mm. Like the thing about Hitler. <laughs> it's like, it's like talk fucking fast. Yeah, just, you could say it. Normally, it's fine. All right. Speaking of annoying fucking German accents. Whoa. Um, I am almost done with 112263. <laughs> the part in the audiobook where the narrator, like, does the does the voice for that German dude that talks to, to oh, Leon yeah, Oswald. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, wanted to fucking speed it up. I think he was Russian. No, he was German. Was he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was fucking... Uh, like, he narrated it so slow, and yeah. his voice was so annoying. Did you get to the point where he opens up his shirt, yeah, and his bare chest on the front yeah. yard, front lawn. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost done with it, dude. The fucking, I never realized the amount of times that Stephen King put in the past is, is obnurant. Yeah, yeah, obnurant, and like the past doesn't want to be changed or yeah. whatever. So it's many like, times. Shut up! I get it. Yeah, I got it in the fucking first. Paragraph. Yeah, at, at first, like the first four times he said it, I was like, okay, surely he's not going to say it again. I think he said it no less than 20 times. Oh, so many times. But the past is obnurant. Yeah. Like, I had to look up what obnurant meant, first of all. Stephen King and your fucking source. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Yeah. Say something else. Do you, sorry, do you find um his impression of Sadie absolutely disgusting? Yeah. 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 Uh, and I f- like every time I read a Stephen King book, I forget how like descriptive he oh, is of yeah. like sex scenes, uh, and like the way that uh the narrator was like saying Sadie's like lines. Mm-hmm. Ugh, 
Uh-huh. Yeah, and then she's like, come here, honey. And I was like, that sounds like my grandma. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Uh, Jordan and I also watched Turning Red, that new Pixar movie. I watched part of that with my daughter. I fell asleep like 15 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> That's my review of it. <laughs> ten out of ten. My daughter loved it. She watched it like three times over the weekend. But wow. yeah, but I I got maybe fifteen minutes in, and I was like, I got other things I need to do. <laughs> so we'll watch this again later. Pretty boring. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I've uh, read, listened to, watched. No podcast or anything. Uh. Just the Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. And their lesser like. successful podcasts, uh, Suggestible, and their movie commentary podcast series. How many podcasts do they have? Uh, like nine. Is that all they do all day? <laughs> Jesus. I mean. They do like three podcasts a day? They make a shit ton of money off That's of true. it. So. Which That's we all want to make do. a shit ton of money off it. So, so join our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash pop culture bicycle. All right. Uh, then next up is 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 our Twitter section. Yep, Twitter. This week in review. Wait. Okay. Yes. All right. So we watched. <laughs> we were gonna watch Drive My Car, but that was two hours and fifty eight minutes long. We said, "Fuck that." And we said the Adam Project, and we were like, "Yes, <laughs> yes." Speaking of, was it Sean Levy? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Directed this movie. Uh, it's a time traveling pilot teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Uh, directed by Sean Levy, stars Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Gardner, Mark Ruffalo, Walter Scobell, Zoe Saldana, and Catherine Keener, among a couple other people. Yeah. So that was one thing I noticed about this movie. There wasn't too many side characters aside from who you just named off right yeah. there. Yeah, and then there was uh, that one like main henchman dude, uh, yeah. Christus, yeah, Christos. But also, he was barely in the movie. Yeah, so. he was he was in it just enough. Yeah, which uh, yeah, any anything more of him, I'd be like, this was too much of him. But. Yeah, get rid of this guy. Uh, yeah, that this is like a pretty simple, easy to follow time travel movie. Yeah, there was nothing too complicated about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, when. Uh, Ryan Reynolds talks to his younger self. Like, his younger self is asking, like, uh, why don't you remember coming back in time right, to meet yeah. me right now? And he's like, well, like, your memory becomes my memory. So, like, uh, yep. Yep. Uh, the kid, I don't know the kid's name, the actor's kid's name. Walter but. Walker Scobell. He does a really good job at being, like, a young Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but the way, like, he, like, the way that Ryan Reynolds, like, reads his lines. Yeah. And the way that this kid tries to do it, it's like. But that sarcastic, like, pain in the ass type of personality comes through real well, I think. Yeah. So, the movie starts off with Ryan Reynolds as Adam, because they're both named Adam. Right. Uh, as in the Adam Project, uh, the movie starts off with Ryan Reynolds' as Adam stealing a time-traveling jet, which he uses to go back in time with. We are then introduced to young Adam, played by Walker Scobell. I, once I, it opened up and I saw the space in the jet, I was like, hmm, no, because I'm mm. not really into sci-fi <laughs> as much, but it, it got better, but I was yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, young Adam is ch- being chased by two bullies. Which they all get suspended for fighting, even though Adam is the one that got beat up. I like how they one of the bullies was the name was like Chuck. Yeah, it's like, come on, Chuck. Like, <laughs> we talked about this, Chuck. He's like, what? And then later on, when he's getting beat up again, yeah, it's like, shut up, Chuck. <laughs> like what I do. <laughs> um, uh, it's revealed that Adam's dad died in a car crash. Young Adam finds old Adam in his dad's garage. Young Adam figures out that old Adam is a future version of himself, which I'm glad they didn't fucking spend yeah. like the whole movie. Yeah, it wasn't like Bruce Willis is the kid where it took way too long for him yeah. to realize. Um, Adam is a huge asshole to his mom. Yep. Which old Adam thankfully calls him out for. And, yeah, I thought that was 
hand because you could tell uh, his his mom gets home and she, uh, little Adam was a dick to whoever his date her date was. Oh yeah, and then the so guy she, with the the mouth mullet. Yeah, so she goes outside. And old Adam, it's so hard to it's two Adams. It's hard to explain. Um, is still in the garage and looks out the window and he has that like pain to look on his face. Like, yeah. God, I was such a dick to her and I can't just go apologize. Cause that would fuck everything up. I like how she had the, like a back porch specific blanket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she was able to wrap around herself. That was there. One thing I don't like is like movies, houses and movies are so unrealistic. Like that was, I mean, I get they it. They live right? in the fuck the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And when it, it was a nice ass house and I get it. Like, Adam's dad was a big time scientist slash and professor. Professor didn't know they made that much money because goddamn, yeah. Uh, she has a job too, right? The mom, yeah, but it never states what it is. Rich, yes. <laughs> Her job is to be rich. rich. <laughs> um, uh, old Adam, uh, he goes to a bar and his mom shows up. And she, or he has a nice heart to heart with her, like not knowing that it's him. Yeah. Which happens pretty early in the movie. Yeah. Usually that's like a crescendo type of talk that you have, but I was happy that they got that out of the way early. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice, nice talk about grief and love. Yeah. Uh, the Adamses is talk about how their dad accidentally invented time travel and how their dad's partner, Maya Sorian. Uh, stole all of his tech and might have killed Adam's wife. Gamora. Yeah, Gamora. <laughs> Not even Zoe Saldana, <laughs> just Gamora. Gamora. Adam is ambushed by Sorian and her goons, led by Christos. Adam's wife, Laura, comes out of nowhere and yeah. saves the Adamses. Laura tells Adam that he has to travel back in time to stop his dad from inventing time travel to stop Sorian from building her evil empire. But he didn't want to do it, because if he goes back in time, then they never meet, and then who knows? <laughs> um, it was heart-wrenching. The Adamses form a plan to go back to 2018 to convince their dad to not, invent, to not invent time travel. Sorian tells Adam that his jet's arc reactor is damaged and only has one jump left. <gasps> uh, which means... Yeah. If they go back to 2018, then he can't go back to 2050 yep. to go back to his wife or whatever. Apparently 2050 is a shithole. Yeah. But, I mean, they got time travel, so. They're like, have you seen the Terminator? And he's like, of course. He's like, that's <laughs> that's 2050 on a good day. Yeah. Uh, Adam's dad, Lewis, doesn't want to go along with their plan because that perverses the future. The Adams's goes to Sorian's 2018 headquarters to blow it up, but get ambushed by Sorian's goons. Old Adam is about to get hit by a car, but Lewis saves him by T-boning the car with his own. He got that. He's like, woo! <laughs> he fucking hits old Adam <laughs> with a door. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Adams and Lewis have a final showdown with the Saurians, Christos, and the goons. Uh, the container of the electromagnetic collider, I couldn't remember what the fuck it was called. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Uh, it gets compromised with every metal object, object getting... P- uh, pulled towards it. Getting pulled zzz, towards towards it. Old Adam loses his lightsaber because that was a, a lightsaber. fucking lightsaber. Let's be honest. He had a blue one. Christos had a fucking red one. The only thing I thought, like, I was like, oh, it's a lightsaber. But I did think it was cool how he could, like, oh, jam it into the ground and basically jam it into his butt, dude. Yeah. That was my favorite Get scene. a boost from it. Yeah. Get a nice boost from it. <laughs> um,. Yeah, old Adam loses his lightsaber while fighting Christos. Young Adam grabs it, uses it to launch himself, and when he lands, says, superhero landing. Yeah, Yeah. which was funny. Wink, wink. Uh, Old Saurian tries to shoot Lewis, but the electromagnetic collider, whatever, pulls the bullet in its uh, trajectory, and young Saurian gets shot by the bullet, which I saw people complaining about the, the CGI on young Saurian, but... I don't really notice or care. Yeah, it was fine. Like, yeah. They made her look younger, which they pulled that off enough to be somewhat convincing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck. It didn't pull on. me out of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like this fucking machine pulling that bullet into young Saurian. Uh, Lewis is able to contain the explosion and reveals 
to the Adamses is that he knows he's going to die and that he knew it from the moment he saw both of them. The three of them have... Well, oh, I, I like that, too, when uh, old Adam crashed his his college presentation. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's like, Adam? Adam? Yeah, he automatically yeah. knew. Is this time travel? The three of them have a nice time playing catch in the backyard of their home. And when uh, Lewis goes to grab the ball... He turns around and they're gone. They're gone, and he was all sad. The movie ends with Adam and Laura meeting in the future, which he was worried about. But yeah, Don did it. Yeah, and I think they both had that echo that she was talking about because, like, when she walked because in, they're like, "Hey, hey, hey." Well, not echo, only that, echo, echo. Yeah, but when she walked into the wrong class and he's, she's like, well, I'm lost. And he's like, not anymore. I found you. And then there's like, uh, yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked, uh, his joke about how he's able to sleep <laughs> with, with his it. eyes. Yeah. With his <laughs> eyes open. He's snoring. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Um, back to Lewis, Mark Ruffalo's character. Like there was only one question. If he knew he was going to die, couldn't he? Cunty. Cunty. <laughs> Couldn't he? Pretty cunty about it. <laughs> uh, couldn't he take steps to like try to prevent that, or is is it if you're supposed to die on your timeline, no matter how much you fight it, you die anyway? Like I didn't know That's how that works. Time travel yeah, I know. gets confusing. I was kind of hoping like he knew. You're kind of hoping that you'd see him die. That's fucked oh, up. That's putting words in my mouth, sir. I was I was kind of hoping since he like oh I knew as soon as I saw you that he'd like try to change it. But, but he was about all about not changing the future. That's true, but if you knew you were going to die, I would at least try to change it. But, uh, yeah, I put nothing groundbreaking, but a good entertaining and not confusing time travel yeah, movie. Yeah, I did like that it was nothing confusing about it. It was only an hour and 45 minutes, too, which was nice. Yeah. I felt like if it was any longer, it would have just got boring at some point. Well acted, even by the kid actor. Yeah, even by the kid. The kid was good. I didn't hate Jennifer Garner in this. You hate Jennifer Garner? Sometimes. Luke hates women? No. Confirmed? Confirmed? I'm going to take all yes. these sound bites. No. Maybe. No. <laughs> yes? Insert your, your preferred answer no. into a sound bite. <laughs> uh, that chase that they had in the forest when Laura rescues them and they're in that blazer. I Yeah. It reminded me of fucking... Uh, Star Wars? Yeah. Yep. The, the speeder bike chase from Return of the Jedi. The, the scene where she's... There's no road there, first of all. She's just in the forest. Yeah, I saw like a like a seasonal like trail road. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna take that, but nope, she just turns down turns nothing. Down the forest. Yeah. But when she's like backing up real quick and she like whips it around in the forest, I'm like, Well, that's super unrealistic. You would have <laughs> hit a tree, but okay, keep going. Yeah. I still like this I, movie. I, I like it. I got I like a, it enough. I have a couple pieces of trivia. Oh, there's trivia. I only have two because the rest were bad. Oh. Uh, when Lewis Reed says that he gets a student's T-shirt during a lecture, the shirt has a picture of Nicolas Cage, but the name John Travolta under it. Mm-hmm. This is a reference to the film Face Off. Face Off. Uh, and the trivia says, when the, a- when the two actors played each other. No, I, I think the actors were playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's pretty stupid. I uh, actually seen that shirt. Online before it wasn't it wasn't made for the movie. Are you the fucking costume designer for the Adam Project? I'm not gonna say I'm not. You have money to invest in this podcast and you didn't. Not gonna say I didn't. And Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Garner previously played love interest in Thirteen Going on Thirty. Oh yeah, I, is which I think there was gonna be some kind of sequel or reboot or something maybe this like is that. the secret sequel. Oh, <gasps> yeah, I'm actually on the IMDb page right now and I yeah, see it's not good. The goofs. Even the fucking, like, the spoiler trivia section wasn't good. Yeah, like, the goofs at approximately 2718, there's a sound effect of Ray peeing his pants. At the next shot showing, <laughs> next shot change showing a wider angle in Ray's pants, there is no pee stain That or person really wanted to see pee in that child's pants. Want to see little boy pee. You are weird, sir. So, yeah, good movie. It's a good movie. Recommend it. Uh, what would you read it out of five? Probably have like two point seven five out of five. Yeah, it's 
a little bit over halfway. It's just it's a decent movie, but it's, like I said, nothing groundbreaking or amazing about it. It's an entertaining movie. I'd say like three point two five. All right, that's fair. With a mean score of I don't know. I'm not. I don't do uh, probably three. You know, let's, let's see. We. So I said two point seven five. You said three point two five. Pay attention to. It's three. Oh, I'm good. I knew math once upon a time. All right. Well, uh, next week, are we finally going to cover Dracula? Yeah, next we, week. We, we definitely will. should. Yeah. We should uh, so cover Dracula next week. If you haven't watched it, make sure you do so you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Because 100%, we are going to cover it. Um. Subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pop culture bicycle. Um, oh, I don't know if we have any ratings or reviews, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm just going to start doing the podcast in this kind of accent. There you go. Seems like I can talk better. No. I mean, better. New reviews. I'm just going to create a bunch of accounts and write reviews for ourselves. <laughs> uh, Spotify? know if i never know if fucking people can leave reviews we have a i have no idea <laughs> we don't have an average fucking rating oh so well if you want to leave us reviews uh <laughs> do so in the apple podcast also still if you want to hear a certain movie get reviewed let us know let us know hit us up on twitter or instagram twitter at pop culture bike instagram at pop culture bicycle uh, me at Pop Culture Jake, Luke at Luke Keyway underscore DG. Nailed it. Spelled K E W A Y. You'll hear all this in the outro. <laughs> Probably almost exactly like this. Yeah, I think so. But until next week, what we famously say and probably going to put on a t shirt wink, wink. Wink, wink. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye. 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 I love you. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. You're watching this. I love you. <laughs> We're not you listening. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our executive producer, Justin. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Pop Culture Bicycle and on Twitter at Pop Culture Bike. You can follow me on Instagram at Pop Culture Jake and Luke at Luke Keyway underscore DG. That's Keyway spelled K E W A Y. If you have any suggestions for us to read and or watch, email the podcast at popculturebicycle at gmail.com or use hashtag Pop Culture Bicycle on Twitter. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash popculturebicycle. 